news you need to know from two Disney geeks. My name's Jessica. My name is Hula. How are you doing, Jess? I'm good. I'm good. So we missed the podcast last week. Um, it was just hard to schedule with everything, and there wasn't too much to talk about. Then we roll on to, over into this week, and there's everything to talk about. So. <laughs> no, out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I mean, I was trying to get on board last week, and I, and I was like, well, I'm going to be in Vegas, so yeah, pretty just... much can't do anything there. We could have done a Thursday night, but I was like, there's nothing to talk about. And then literally yeah. Friday morning, here's Disney Cruise Lines. So we yeah. could have talked about that, but we're going to we're gonna talk about it today. Um, also, um, Master Thing again, we're going to talk about that. Scarlett Johansson, there's uh, oh, a lot going on there. ScarJo, why? And now Emma is kind of creeping on there. Yeah, Wait, we're, we're, we're going to go into all of that. There's a lot to discuss. Uh, first off, Hula, how are yes. you? Everything good? Everything's great. Um, no, I'm uh, I'm just uh, trying to figure out uh, when we're going to get to go to Disneyland with the family because I know, I mean, we'll talk about it with the mask thing, but I just need a, I'm, I'm itching for a Disney trip or, or a Disney something. Like we need, I need yeah. a Disney something. It's been a long time since I've been to a Disney. I mean, the last thing was my wife and I stopped by downtown Disney to get, go get lunch. Right. That was it. That was our last thing. Well, I'm just saying September 23rd. I know we're trying to make it happen. It's just trying to get the ticket and trying to get all that stuff. So expensive. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. What about you? How are things with you? Good. You know, busy, busy, busy. Um, I'm going to my first work concert event. Uh, after this today, we're going to Boots in the Park. It'll be my oh, first time hanging out with Scotty Mr. McCreary. Um, yes, Dustin Lynch, Lynch. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. I was like looking at the lineup. It looks really. Are you going to boot scoot and boogie? I mean, that's an old sure, reference, but sure. Brooks and Dunn. But I sorry. mean, you know, as much as I can. <laughs> I'm like, so I can leave at what time? It's just let's be real. I want. I don't. I would love to stay all night, but it is a Sunday night. I have to get up. My alarm goes off at 3 a.m. So. Do you have like a fancy country mask that you'll be wearing tonight? It is outdoors, which is nice. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. But I do have okay. a Mickey Mouse mask because that's pretty much all my mask. Oh, which is so fun. Okay. Well, since we're talking about it, I want to get into masks first and foremost <sighs> um, this week. Uh, everything kind of changed this week at yep. Disney Parks. Yep. Um, and really just with everything. Uh, the CDC had announced that they were uh, recommending masks for everyone indoors. Um, regardless of vaccination status because of this Delta variant. Um, And there's a lot of reasons. And uh, one of the big ones is it looks like, even though it is less likely if you're vaccinated to get this Delta variant, it does look like you're just as likely to spread it if you do get it, if you are vaccinated. So that's the concern. Um, And so they, and plus um, it is basically been on an honor system. And as we know, and as I predicted, that this honor system um, wouldn't be so honorable. Um, and so that's where we're getting into a big, a bit of an issue. And so the CDC changed their mask guidance. Um, and because of that, the Disney parks did. Now, um, Disneyland and Walt Disney World have uh, stated that starting, it started on Friday, masks mm-hmm. will be required in indoor attractions indoors in all indoor spaces and it's a little different um for walt disney world and disneyland and i'll go into that in a second um but what's interesting is this is not um both counties where this was mandated it was not it was or both counties where disneyland and walt disney world reside um it was it was wasn't a mandate so they did this prior to this becoming a mandate um here in california it's recommended 
Mm -hmm. um, in Orange County, it is recommended uh, per, per the CDC um, in most counties in California. Um, but the Orange County, California has not officially mandated masks for um, everybody indoors. However, or Orange County, Florida is a bit of a different thing. Oh. Um, so let me just talk about Walt Disney World and Disneyland differences in their rules. Okay. Walt Disney World, um, you have to wear a mask indoors, obviously. So all uh, indoor stores, restaurants, things like that. Right. All indoor and actually all attractions, including the lines, whether they're indoors or outdoors. Um, you Walt have Disney to wear World. your mask at Walt Disney World. Disneyland, you only have to wear your mask in inside attractions. Um, so if you're like in line for Indiana Jones, you're in that outdoor queue, you don't have to wear your mask. But once you get inside, that's when you have to put your mask on. Ah, uh, okay. So okay, it's okay. a little different. Um, also, all public transportation, things like that. Um, which was already the rules. All the buses at Walt Disney World. Oh yeah. To wear masks. That's that was already all required. So right. So there's just a little difference, and the reason for that little difference is um, in Orange County, Florida, the mayor has um, declared a state of emergency. Mm. Um, it's going for the next seven days, um, and with that, unfortunately, the thing is, uh, he's asking everybody to please wear face coverings indoors. They also need to increase the rate, rate of uh, vaccination within Orange County, Florida. Um, they can't make masks mandatory um, right. in Orange County, Florida, because Ron DeSantis, their governor, um, made it illegal. Um, the state government um, has basically made it illegal to for local governments to mandate mask orders in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. So unless Ron DeSantis says it's okay or decides to mandate it, which he will not be. Right. Um, unfortunately, Orange County, Florida can't. Um, and here's what's happening is right now there are currently 163,000 cases of COVID in Orange County, Florida. Um, that includes just 1,300 cases in just one day in this county. Um, this time last year, there were around 27,000 cases in the county. So that's 163,000 versus 27,000 cases. Um, the 14-day positivity rate also jumped to 15.58%. That means of all the people that they're testing, 15% of them are positive. Six weeks ago, it was only 3%. Wow. Um, and they're anticipating an increase in incoming infections. Um, and they do say that around 95% of people hospitalized in the health system with COVID are unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. um, and they're also saying in Florida itself, um, on Saturday, they had 21,000 cases, new cases reported of COVID. That is the largest wow. single day number of new cases in the country of one state. Um, wow. There's been different numbers, but as far as I've seen, they say Florida has like 25%. The last number I looked at, 25% of new COVID cases just in Florida. Wow. Um, there are currently 10,000 hospital, over 10,000 hospital, hospitalized patients with COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and 2,000 of those are in ICUs. Um, it, it's not great and there nope. are icus already in near uh walt disney world that are completely full they have no beds to have, give um it's a problem it's become a big problem in florida and i mean it is there's not all the restrictions were lifted and you know you have people coming in from other states 
Uh, right. They have a low vaccination rate in Florida. So all of those combinations, unfortunately, um, have become an issue. Also, I believe it's uh, uh, Ron DeSantis also made it elite, they, illegal for schools to mandate masks in the mm -hmm. state of Florida for their students. So no students have to wear masks. Um, it, it, it's a problem. There's, it, there's a big issue going on in Florida and the Florida mayor, the Orange County mayor is doing everything he can um, within his rights. Even what he has done kind of skirts the line, the state of emergency, even it kind of is eh, um, according to state regulations, but there is a problem that needs to be addressed in Florida. Um, what's interesting is that Disney was proactive and it's funny because everybody knew the day it was going to be announced because suddenly if you looked on the <laughs> shop Disney website, uh -huh. all the masks that were 50% off back to full price. Back to full. I saw that day. So I was like, wait, what? I, I literally had to refresh my page twice. Not that I was looking at masks, but it just, I'm so used to seeing 50% off masks, 50% off yeah. masks. And all of a sudden it wasn't. And I was like, wait, what's going on right now? It's so funny. We'd gone to the Disney store the weekend before uh -uh. and they, the one over in uh, Chula Vista and they were all $3. And I was like, I'm going to buy a bunch. Cause we're still going to be wearing masks for a while. I'm just going to buy myself a, a few cute ones. They're only $3. I'm Why so not? glad I did. Oh gosh, yeah, you were smart. You were smart. <laughs> smart. Double the price. Oh, it just it was like, well, and everybody knew the second that happened, I'm like, well, they're gonna mandate it. Um, what's interesting is Universal. Universal is mandating masks for all of their employees indoors, but they're just asking visitors to do it. They're not requiring it. Wow. Um which does unfortunately pose a problem for Disney World because a lot of people that aren't, you know, like us who are theme park people, they just assume that everybody's going to have the same rules. Right. So if Orlando goes, hey, you don't have to wear one at ours, then those guests go to Disneyland and think it's going to be the same thing. That's where the cast members get get yelled at and screamed at. And Yep. It's unfortunate that, and the people that are going to suffer the most in this are the cast members because they're the ones that are going to get yelled. How is it going to work in Florida? I wonder because, I mean, you, I don't know if you're, you're probably going to talk about this. Is the fact that Disney now requires employees to be fully vaccinated now? I, you know, it's that's a great question that I don't know the answer to. Um, I think private businesses can do what they have a little more freedom with their employees. Right. I don't know. I don't know how Florida is going to, I don't know how any say uh, we'll get in. And that's, let's, let's, that's a great question and let's get into it. So what he's referring to is mm -hmm. Disney, the Walt Disney company announced on Friday that all salaried and non-union hourly employees in the U S will be required to be vaccinated. Right. Um, a lot of companies we are seeing are doing this. Some companies are doing either vaccinated or if you don't want to be vaccinated, you have to do a weekly test right at your own expense um disney it looks like i looked everywhere it doesn't look like disney's doing that um doing the the either vaccinated or the weekly test no it's fully vaccinated because and an and insider told me and i was like you know i brought it up to this insider i said you know with the whole requirement about now the employees have to be vaccinated and she goes and she said think about this if one person an employee is not vaccinated and they get covid and then the, the you know they find out that they had been working 
the entire shift, everybody who worked with that person is now going to be quarantined for two weeks and leave work. They're already tight as it is as far as employees coming back. So now you shut down more rides, you shut down, you know, things get closed down because they don't have the labor for that one person who got COVID. So it's best just to vac, you know, you require everybody to vaccinated. So now, you know, yes, you know, people who are vaccinated still potentially could get COVID, but it's high, the higher odds. Oh, I can't hear you now, Jessica. I don't know if it's me. Or, I mean, obviously, okay. So yeah, that's the thing about, um, from what the insider had told me is that it's just, it's easier just to make sure everybody's required to be vaccinated. And I agree because yeah, right now you can't get people to come back to work and you can't get, you know, get the, it's everybody. That's why a lot of rides may take a little longer as far as queues because they don't have enough staffing. Um, or even like we talked about before in the past, the restaurants. Can you hear me now? The restaurants and stuff, you know, aren't opening because there's not enough employees, but it's best just to right. vaccinate everybody. And that makes sense. I'm just saying there's a lot of other companies that are doing the either vaccinated or if you're not the once a week. But I think when you're like, you're right, when you are in the public phase too, and it's just better odds, it's better odds. And you, right. yeah, because right. you don't want to have to have another an entire shift go out. It's, right. It'll really, really, it'll really hurt businesses. So yeah. um, now here's the other thing. Oh, sorry, my note that um so this is like i said for salaried and non-union hour employees a lot of cast members are union mm. so this doesn't apply yet to unions um disney says they're currently in talks with union representatives for the same requirements um so soon that'll come out i'm sure that um, most cast members will be the same but right um so what the rule, what they're saying is if you aren't already vaccinated and are working on site, uh, you have 60 days from that day. So from Friday to complete uh, uh, your vaccination. Um, and if you're still working from home, um, you'll need to provide proof of vac verify proof of verification of vaccination prior to returning to work. Hmm. Um, and there will be a limited exceptions, you know, if there's health reasons, right. um, religious reasons. Um Right, right, right. You know, that right. is. Now, uh, Florida, I think that's going to be, uh, California, that's not going to be a problem. I believe we're an at-will employee yeah. state. I don't know what that means. I know kind of what that means, but that apparently helps. Um, right. I don't know how this is going to go in Florida. Mm -hmm. I've seen other companies do it so far. I haven't seen Florida go, hey, no, you can't do that. So I don't, I, I mean, it's all still new. I think there's going to be right. a lot of legal battles in the next mm -hmm. few months over this kind of stuff uh disney's just one of many new companies that have announced it just this week so we'll see what happens um it'll be interesting to say the least but like i said most cast members are union so this isn't a union requirement yet um mm -hmm. so we probably won't see that at disneyland just quite yet right. some are not um but there's a lot of union people there so uh we'll see what happens but yeah, just back to COVID, I guess, guys. This is where uh, we're at. This variant. This I know. Delta variant. It's, just be, yeah. ni be nice to your cast members when you're there. Yeah, yeah be they're nice. They're the ones that have, are going to be getting yelled at and screamed at. And look, a lot of them make minimum wage. and They're just enforcing rules. And they're they may not rules. agree. Yeah. They're so. just enforcing the rules that they're being told. And it's it's not, they can't change them. That's not their fault. You nope, know what I mean? They, exactly. They didn't create the rules. They're they just enforcing. The rules. They didn't create the problem. They're nope. just enforcing it. So nope. If you don't like it, oh well. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I don't. It's and then here's the thing. I I don't like I don't like running around. Yeah, I I'm hate glad it. that it's not an outdoor requirement because outdoors it sucks. Oh gosh, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm wearing it. I'm back mm-hmm. to wearing NARS. Um, we, we wear the eyes wherever we go indoor locations because mm-hmm. Walt has to, and we just want to be extra safe too because we don't want to give it to him. Right. And you know. No, same with my my family. We we just came back from church, and we you know it, there's no uh, the bishop hasn't said oh everybody's got to wear masks again indoors, um, but we decided to, today to wear our mask and just my kids because they'll be going back to school and they'll be having yeah. to wear masks. That might as well it's just easier that way. Just wear a mask. And look, Disney doesn't want to be known as a place where a bunch of people got COVID. We've said that before. No, heck, yeah. no. So here. So we be are. nice to people. As we, bottom line, be nice to the cast members. Be nice to the cast members. Um, so let's get off the COVID news for a little bit. Please. For just a little bit, because we'll get kind of into it in a minute with cruise yeah. lines. But let's stay at the parks for just a second. Um, just a couple different um, news things I want to uh, run down. First off, Disneyland. Um, it looks like they're adding the function on the Disneyland app where you can unlock your hotel rooms with the app, which is really cool. Um, I had that in my hotel of Florida, or not Florida, I haven't been to Florida, in Las Vegas, <laughs> when we stayed at the Park MGM, I had their little app, and uh-huh. I could unlock it, my hotel room, with the app, and it was really cool. So, um, there, that'll be coming soon to the Disneyland app, if you're staying one of the Disneyland uh, resorts. You'll be able to unlock your hotel room, just with the app, just with a touch of a button. Bloop. So cool. Um, then, go, hopping over to Florida, we got some new details about the Star, the Star Wars Star Cruiser. Um, first off, we got the poster, which looks so cool. Amazing. This is the two day kind of cruise experience is the only way I can say it. It's a hotel, but it's Mm -hmm. a two day experience. It's way more than a hotel. You are in a story. It is basically, you are put onto a ship, a cruise liner, um, a galactic cruise liner. That's why it's called galactic star cruiser. And you're in the star Wars universe. You are living in the star Wars universe. Um, they released a video where with Imagineers talking about some of the things that you'll be seeing um, at the Star Cruiser. Um, and basically, it's a whole storyline. And not only does it weave in this storyline where you're on the cruise, it also goes when you end up in Batuu. Because part of the um, cruise is that you get to go to um, Batuu for the day and go on the rides there. And they say, you know, everything could be woven in into your experience on the star cruiser depending on how you want it to be if you want to be fully immersed you can be fully immersed or you could just be a a a tourist and just sit back and watch it all happen around you um you can be a smuggler you can be a jedi you can be part of the first order and your storyline is woven into everything for example when you leave and you go when you're on uh smugglers run part of the smugglers run storyline is that you're getting coaxium well, mm-hmm. when you're on the Star Cruiser, you're getting, you learn who the coaxium is for. Oh. And you deliver it. Interesting. It Interesting. And depending on what side you're on, if you're part of the First Order, you're investigating who this coaxium is for and why it's getting delivered. Like, it's so interwoven into the storylines. You might go over to the Todarian store, uh, Toy Traders. And they might need somebody on the Star Cruiser might need you to relay a message to the Toydarian store uh, toy person. 
like wow it's very interwoven into this into the land and it the things that they're talking about are incredible they're like at one point you might have to help uh an alien one of the aliens get on the ship smuggle in all of their suitcases and then you'll see that alien perform the first night it's part of the musical troupe and then they'll be part of this and like it's really all immersive experience this is a cosplayer universe. larpers oh. like living dream is to be on this star right Right. I mean, I, I mean, it's I don't do that, but I would be on. I told my uh, family like I want to go to the Star Cruiser, and they were oh. like, "It's really expensive." And I was like, "I don't care. I I want to experience living just for once. two days, just two days, be on another planet, yeah. and then you know go away from you know civilization and just live this weird fantasy life." I can't wait. I really want to do this. And then they also talked about some of the food that you're going to be able to get on the Star Cruiser. So there's a couple different. There's like. It looks like quick service, kind of pick up as you go. But there's also the first night you um, eat in the, there's like a grand dining hall. It's the only thing I can compare it to. I keep thinking of the cruise lines. Um, But the food is going to be obviously very unique. Um, And they showed some images. This first one we're looking at right now, it looks very um, Chinese inspired. There's some sesame chicken is what it looks like. But Mm -hmm. you still have this like galactic otherworldly. There's some black noodles and some other things that make it look from it like from a different world like, um, yep they said is that, that rice sh- it looks green yeah yeah it looks like some green rice right um they said that uh, the chefs really inspired a lot of the dishes from different worlds within the star wars universe for example there's uh you know you might have, see a dish that looks like Ooh. or you know just they're all inspired by like what do you th- if you look at this planet what do you think they're eating on this planet Um, and so that's what they're looking at I love there's this one cake and it just looks so neat and plain but it probably I I, just neat and simple but it probably isn't simple Um, it's just a circle with these two lines on top of it and it's black and it's on a black plate and there's like a red dot of something probably a compote or a cookie or something or a jelly it could be a macaron yeah like a macaron yeah so cool but the you, know, one, you said macaroon and I said macaroon. Yeah, you're French, I'm not apparently. Here we are. Um, and then, I mean, it just, everything Ooh. looks so good. We're looking now at a piece that looks like maybe this is breakfast because it looks like there's bacon yep. on top. And then thinking like that's a scrambled eggs. Yeah. Scrambled eggs with uh, tomato and some peppers. Something. It looks so out of this world, which is the exact point. Now, the one that got me. Okay. Is the blue shrimp. Uh, um, yeah. It looks like a shrimp cocktail of some sort with some dry eyes, so it looks all weird. And the shrimp is blue. They've dyed the shrimp blue. Yeah, I don't I don't know, know. if I want that, but I want it. I, I don't know if I need it, but I want it. Is that weird? Uh, no, not at all. I agree with you. I would I would probably try to eat it without looking at it. Um, I'd eat it, it's but blue. I, it's blue. It's, it's a, it's not like a, it's nothing like my brain says, uh, but it really, I really want to try it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's weird looking, very so, weird. Looking. So we're going to have some very extreme things <laughs> on this, on from another, this from a far, far galaxy, far, far away. hundred <laughs> percent. It's wild. So. 
I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait yeah. to see how they execute this. And uh, they also gave us an opening timeline-ish. They said it'll be opening spring, spring 2022, which could mean anywhere from March until June. So right, exactly. sometime next year. I'm here. I'm here for it. I mean, if anybody, if, if anyone from Disney is listening and you need volunteers, I volunteer as tribute. You could go on your cruise and then go to the Star Cruiser. I mean, that's a great idea, Jess. Like anybody from Disney listening, I could I would, and I'm opinionated, and I will be happy to share my opinions. And all so. the good ones, because we'll all be the real. good, especially the good ones, especially if yeah. you need, just saying. Yeah. We're here. We're here. Anytime <laughs> We're here. you need us. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> all right. Some other Walt Disney World news. We got our first look at President Biden in the Hall of Presidents. He's going to be added sometime a little later uh, this month. Um, he looks very. Conf- I, I, he looks he, confused. Yeah, they've got this eyebrow furrow on him that's, he just looks very concentrated. It's not confused, yeah, he looks very like he's, concentrated. He's looking he at something. He like an SNL version of Biden. I mean, well, they all do. I mean, let's be honest. We, I mean, yeah, the they people, all do. The presidents behind him, who's the ones, like, the one sitting looks like either Bach or is that is that Van Buren? I don't know who that, I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you who the other presidents like are that are behind him. Yeah, it well, looks Trump like Trump didn't look great either. So no, Trump, no, it, Trump didn't did not nothing like him. It looked yeah, awful. exactly. Minus the hair, it did not look great. Um, yeah. So this one just he, it looks like Jim Carrey's version of President Biden. Yes, it does. It, okay. You're right. It does very similar. But I mean, you know, you can only do so much with animatronics. I mean, it's only one. You can do amazing thing with animatronics. That's not an excuse. Um, this is only one photo though and who knows what he's saying here because he will have a little speech in it they usually do Um, right who knows it could have got a mid speech saying something yeah i mean in the picture it might be better we'll see once it opens and we'll give our full review then but the picture wasn't the best um but here we are um also starting august 1st which is today um they announced that disney's hollywood studios will be um will have the return of the wonderful world of animation this is a projection and fireworks show that they do um at disney's hollywood studios uh at the theater at the front um where mickey and minnie's runaway railway is really cool show so that's fun more live entertainment back um, they also said August 15th, Beauty and the Beast live on stage will also return to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, and then on August 8th, Mike Wazowski will uh, be welcoming humans to the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom Park. This is a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll also, Turtle Talk will be returning um, to Epcot on August 21st. And they also announced that the finally the final happily ever after fireworks show will be um happening on september 29th and the new one starts october 1st and um, that's that'll be the 50th anniversary um fireworks so if you want to get to ha- see happily ever after one more time it the last your last chance is september 29th on at disney's california adventure or is that stuff open like turtle talk with crush and turtle talk is open yeah okay. oh you know we have i didn't put any of this down but so turtle talk is open the animation area is open. The Beast Library is now open again. So that whole area is mm-hmm. open. Um, the only thing not open, in the, they even have the animator, Animators Academy is open again. Okay, the palette. Really, yeah. Well, no, the palette. Anima- oh, no, I'm thinking of a ship again. Yeah, the, so you're thinking of a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the Animators uh, Academy, that's where you learn how to draw 
characters. Yeah. Um, the only thing not open in there is obviously the Anna and Elsa meet and greet, but everything else is open right now. Um, and then, oh, and Hyperion Theater is not. Hyperion is still not open. I don't know if, what the plans no. for that are. Um, insider secret. Um, so before the pandemic happened, I found out that um, you know why Aladdin had such a really amazing run, a long run in that theater, mm-hmm. is because the genie. The yeah. genie was able to break the third wall, fourth right. wall, whatever that you call it, and bring in stuff that was currently happening. So no one knew. Every show was different. Right. So everybody. So the return. There was a lot of people that would return. Right. Where where see Frozen. You don't. Yeah. The only amazing thing from Frozen is when her dress transfers, uh, tra- the transformation of the dress is the big like, wow. Like, had it been like a situation where maybe Olaf was the lead and Olaf like told the story like he did in the movie, like that would have been something cool. But I have a feeling if Hyperion comes back, it will not come back with Frozen. That's my my two cents. I would not disagree with you there. It, it's probably going to become a Marvel thing. That's because it's so thinking. weirdly adjacent to well, and where they is. have already transformed the entire what would used to be the waiting area for that, the line right. area, the queue line for the Hyperion has already been transformed into the more seating for Pim Test Kitchen. Right. So it would make sense that they would put some kind of Marvel show. Is this how we bring back Spider-Man into the dark? Possibly. I mean, let's do it. Who I mean, can I talk to? Do I need to call Bono? Like, is I, this a thing? <laughs> that would be great. I think it would be amazing because you could bring it back, especially we don't know what the whole plot line of Spider-Man uh, was it? Uh, far from, No, uh, what's the next movie coming up? No Way Home. We no don't home. know what that's all about. If it's the multiverse is here, anything can happen in that theater. And it, I, I it could they, happen. It'll, it'll be the multiverse where the musical of Into the Dark. It was a Spider-Man Into the Dark. So whatever that Spider-Man musical was that was on Broadway that failed. Yeah, everybody kept like getting injured or yeah. things wouldn't work out. I mean, now we have an animatronic Spider-Man. Like, let's use that in Why the not? show. Why we could not? do it. Could do Spider-Man Into the Multiverse We're, of I'm Madness. Make a phone call after this I think we need to make a phone call. I think we need we to send need this to podcast to Disney and let them yeah. know. Hey. We have, we have ideas for turn us into imagineers we can do it into the darkness i think it was called into the darkness but yeah no the whole area's got to be i mean honestly what is really like hollywood studio it's the backlot there it's it's really just monsters inc right like let's be honest what's there well there's the there's the 3d show as well yeah turn off the dark turn off the Uh-oh. dark oh what 3d show the muppets one Oh no, it's Muppets, not Muppets is not anymore. It's a, it's a, it's a Philharmonic. Phil, yeah. yeah. But then that in Monsters Inc. What's left? I know, and there's, there's a lot of. I mean, there's a bunch of empty areas. I mean, right now it used to be the Captain Marvel meet and greet with the sh- part of her um, ship that's in the back corner there. Um, by oh, the by the there's that little bar. There's a bar. Burger in- bar thing. Yeah. There's a yes. Yeah, there's a bar and like a random like um, food truck, right? Where Flynn's that- Arcade used to yes, be. Yes, where Flynn's Arcade. That's all empty. What's happening in the studios know. that are next to, or the big lot that's next to Monsters that always changes whatever it, season it is? Like, yeah. there's that that's empty. 
The stage I mean, isn't they, really used. Yeah, right now the stage is used for character meet and greets. I mean, but outside of that, they they use it a lot for um, um, performances from local schools and dance groups and things like that. Right. So, I mean, but you could do that in the they front. Really, you know what? They could take the Hyperion Theater, that stage that's empty, and put some kind of a, another attraction there. Agreed. Easily. Because it is a very unused space. They could do another Marvel attraction or maybe, I mean, well, because the original idea was they were going to take that whole area mm-hmm. and that was going to be also Marvel, including oh. where Monsters, Inc. was and everything. I remember they were going to do where like the Harbor Boulevard um, bus stuff was. Right, right, They right. were going to transform all that and actually take that whole area and they were going, that was when they canceled that whole um, East parking garage thing, when this, yes. they fought with the city, they had right. to rechange because that whole area where the Harbor bus drop was going to go is part of that. And that was going to become part of DCA. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, hmm. Monsters Inc. is good. They don't have many kid rides there. So I feel like if you're There's not really... Anything there. I mean, Philharmonic, let's be honest, is a it's a great show. It's a great show, but it's literally that, that theater has changed how many times now? Uh, I mean it was not, Tron, it was 3D no, Muppets. It was, it, well they well, so they would do Muppets during the day and then when they would have at night like the Tron thing that they would show a preview for the Tron movie. Right, or they had that I remember the one the Oprah movie. What was it? The the Yeah, they do a lot of previews for movies there. Right. Um, I mean, honestly, like when Tron was a thing, when that whole yeah. surge came back and they had that Tron show, remember at the front? Like that don't whole... remind me. Can we put the Tron roller coaster we... over there? Ooh. Or, or, or take what you said. Just re- revamp that whole area and maybe put the the Guardians of the Galaxy gar- uh, cosmic rewind. Well, we already have one Guardians ride, so I don't think they'd put another Guardians ride. Oh, that's right, duh. We have Guardian. We're the they only put- one that has the the breakout. Yeah, we're the only one that has the breakout. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's it's ripe for innovation or innovation over there in that area. There's yeah. a lot of unused space. Um, I mean, stage 17 right now is being used as a makeshift store for Marvel stuff. Um, and I think they're always going to need some kind of space like uh, stage 17 because there's always people they're going to want to do special events in there and things like right. that. So they do need that space. Media place. Art. Yeah, because I mean, I know I know um, they at one point transformed it for this amazing fairy tale wedding. You can see the videos online of what they did there. They completely redid the space. And um, I know one of the guys that worked on it and it's incredible what they've been able to do with that space. So that space is a really kind of a multi-use space that they can Mm -hmm, do mm -hmm. weddings. They can do media events. That's where we did our radio broadcast when we were there. Um, They right now it's a store. Like there's, it's, they're always going to have a need for a space like that. Huh? It's been Arendelle. It. I literally watched Justin Bieber perform in there once. Yeah, it's it's it's. You're right. Random. It's a multi-function. That's very random. Uh, but it's very. I, it's, <laughs> I just remembered off the top of my head. I'm like, oh my god, I was there, and I watched Justin Bieber perform in there. But I'm not gonna lie. I do like Justin Bieber song. So okay. It was so random. It was when he was very young, and it was a work oh. thing. And I'll, and oh, that's the only time I was had, he like, baby. A he was babying, baby, baby, baby. 
it was He's... it was not long after baby yeah and it was like this oh, whole big wow. thing and first we all went to go watch the michael jacks to watch captain eo and then we all went to oh, watch. I love we watched Bieber eo. and then all went to eo one of the two it was very, very fun. Yeah, it's random. But yeah, you're right. They I do need a in that building. They need a space to do that. But I mean, I mean, they need to revamp that whole. I mean, I almost feel like yeah. it's the Tomorrowland um, area of I California mean, Adventure. I mean, what is the the 3D theater in Tomorrowland is nothing right now. It's just yeah. empty. You know what's funny is the reason why I brought all these ideas up, and you know what I blame is I blame, and I've told you about this, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I blame Disney Plus because Disney Plus made me watch this whole series called Behind the Attraction, which yeah. is amazing, and it showcases all the like certain attractions and the history of it. Now, like it makes me go, well, why don't they change this area? Because one of the things was um, Space Mountain is one mm -hmm. of the episodes, and it was cool to see what spaces are used for and what's not being used for. And they even mention like things that are like, yeah. And then you have Autopia in Tomorrowland. Like why is Autopia even there? Because that's not the future. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. really funny that they bring up stuff like that. And it's, that's why I'm like, there's a new space at Disneyland. that. Oh, there's so have. much. I mean, think about the, where Star Wars launch bay, which isn't even open right now. What is and that? Yeah. It, at one point, I mean, before it was a show, it was the, um, Carousel Progress. Carousel Progress. And it was also America Sings. Um, right. oh, I miss America Sings. That was a cold one. I like that one. That was fun. Um, and so, and now, and then it was like that Home of Tomorrow thing for a while. Right. And With then Mr. it was the Marvel. Yes. And then it was the whole Mar movie Mar Marvel thing. It was Marvel on top and then Star Wars at the bottom. And eventually they just closed down the Marvel on top and then put just Star Wars at the bottom. And now <laughs> yep. it's just sitting there empty. I mean, it's mm -hmm. unused space. And I think they've been trying to tap into a lot of that for a long time. But it's right. going it, it, to use it's going to take a long time to do anything around Tomorrowland needs a big push. And I believe there had been rumors that they were looking into it and then the pandemic happened. Oh, 100%. And so now th their priorities have changed some. 100%. Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. I would love to, I mean, demolish a bunch of that and just put up Tron, but here we are. I mean, but there, how many times have we heard rumors that um, the submarines were going to go? And, and they kept changing. And guess what? They're coming back in a couple months. Like. <laughs> Like they they they, put, they just put screens everywhere and said, "Oh, back this in a couple months." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, oh, great." Guess, guess it's still there. I mean, the submarine's fine. I don't want to go on it right now. Right, right, that right. That is a pandemic no-no for Jessica. Yes, but, but still, it's <laughs> but no. Still, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, yeah, there, yeah. There, there's a lot of things that need to yeah be but revamped. But then you go to it and you're like, okay, so if they get rid of Autopia, is it still Disneyland without Autopia? I mean, they got rid of people mover and it's still disneyland without people mover yeah but not a great one i would now, take the people mover to come back uh, in a heartbeat 100 percent. i mean uh, and, and then i do miss honestly the was it the astro orbiters that were on top above? of the people mover? yeah i missed yeah, that 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 was cool like so there's a lot of things that have already left though that you know you're like oh it's not going to be the same and then you're like well disneyland's still disneyland i don't know i don't know if you can get rid of autopia though that's <laughs> I mean, it's not really the future, and it just sits in no. Tomorrowland. Like, hi, we're in Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland is it's well, and Tomorrowland is 
we've gotten to a whole different conversation here. But tomorrow, I know we went. We'll, we'll we'll get back into the news in a second. But Tomorrowland has also always been kind of an odd one for them to keep up with because what something they think is something futuristic within five ten years that's no longer the future that's the now. So then they have to change it again. So it's very hard to have a land that's supposed to be futuristic when you keep catching up to that future. So it's right. It's traditionally always had a thing. I like what the what they were going to do to the front um, of Tomorrowland. And I hope maybe that's what they'll eventually go into is Uh like a retro idea of the future. Cause that way they don't have to change it as much. Right. I mean, you, you're, they're lucky right now having um, Toy Stories, Astro Blasters, cause that's nothing that will ever feel old. It will, I mean, it will, it will be, it's a future cartoon you know animated yeah. series that Space is Man, it, yeah it fits perfectly star tours fits it fits perfectly in there right which is which when you watch the series it kind of explains everything now it's like totally separate i can i now I, as a person who was like why star tours not over it you know but two well, but yeah, now it, i'm all in there i, I feel it, it i see it it doesn't fit the storyline what would have been what i th- was wondering for a while what i thought they were going to do is put all the Marvel stuff in Tomorrowland because both, right. both um, Buzz Lightyear and um, uh, uh, Star Tours could have easily been changed into a Marvel ride. And 100%. Easily, I mean, it already has in other parks. Um, Hong Kong Disneyland, Uh huh. their Star Tours is Iron Man. Uh... Hong Kong Disneyland, their Buzz Lightyear is Ant-Man. Oh, like literally, it's already been done. So, so it's just pop in place. So that's why when the Marvel stuff was announced for DCA, I was very confused because I figured they'd go throw that in Disneyland because they literally already have the stuff. And how easy would it be to turn Space Mountain into Space Mountain with the Guardians of the Galaxy, like they're doing? Right, but then all of a I mean, sudden, the, but all of a sudden, they had created this mission breakout mission you know the guardians galaxy ride and then that that kind of said oh i guess we're putting it over dca yeah yeah that's why i was very and they were and they were supposed to be much more over there so i was always very confused as to why that all happened so we'll see i mean tomorrowland has always been hard for them to keep up and eventually it's gonna need another big big overhaul because there's a lot of unused space there yeah look at all the other lands the other lands kind of just fit I mean, and there's even rumors that, like I said, that I was working on uh, part of the Imagineering story. It, there's a portion of it, a real quick scene where you see, I think it's Joe Rody, where he's literally taking something. It, there's like a Tomorrowland and he's literally taking this giant thing and putting on it or put taking it off or something. And it looks like they're showing how they could revamp Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like it's yeah, something it's, that they are actively working on. It's easy to do. It's just taking the manpower and the money to do it. Honestly, they yeah. easily could do it. The if money. you can change a whole facade of Tower of Terror, you can change if you know that whole venture. You can do that to an entire land right. easy, right. easy. So it, it it'll yeah. eventually get some love. But man, that went into a weird conversation. I wasn't ready for. But yeah, no, but it was good. I liked it. <laughs> um. So let's go over to the cruise line. Yes. Um, so, yes. Yes. Hula. I I've been waiting because <laughs> I have one cruise in April I know, 2022. I know, I know. 
So, the cruise line officially announced that they're going to be resuming sailings Woo-hoo! on the... You okay over there? I, I'm excited. I'm excited for um, this. And this is on the Dream. The Dream? Yep, yep the Dream. Um, mm-hmm. Their first uh, sailing will be August 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are going to be some obvious um, some requirements for this. Yep. Um, you can show your vaccination status if you are vaccinated and you won't have to do any of the COVID tests prior to boarding. Nope. Um, so, but if you don't have, uh, if you're not vaccinated, so if your kids, um, that aren't able to, and adults that haven't been vaccinated, you must provide a proof of negative COVID, uh, PCR test at the guest expense, taken between five days and 24 hours prior to the sale date. Wow. Then you will be required when you, on your embarkation day, when you re- arrive to the port or to mm-hmm. the place, the, what do they call it? I'm just uh- the port, yeah, the, um, the port. departure, the, the departure, em- yeah, yeah. Well, you embark for the embarkation. Yeah, for your embarkation, you they will be doing um, giving you another test. Oh um, wow! And um, it'll cost sixty five dollars for get uh, for all guests twelve and older. So if your kid is oh. under twelve, um, that sixty five dollar test fee will be um, waived. It looks like, um, but you still have to pay for their test prior to the ship oh that's good i mean um, yeah you know. and like i said it's five days or 24 hours prior to sale date right. um um for cruises departing from florida um through december through the end of the year right now if you're unvaccinated you have to forget guests 12 and older that are unvaccinated must also provide proof of valid travel insurance which i thought was an interesting one mm. um uh, I think that's just so that they, you know, Disney doesn't feel like they're, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but you have to have travel insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, going through this, so many things. Um, certain onboard venues, experiences, and other offerings will be modified or unavailable. They'll have limited capacity and they'll be um, subject to advanced reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, you all guess, even if you're vaccinated, are required to wear face covering indoors except when you're in your stateroom or actively eating or drinking. Um, uh, Face coverings are not required for guests outdoors while on board the ship and at Disney's Castaway K. Right now, they only have, in the month of August, they have scheduled three and four night cruises to Castaway K only. There's no other port stops uh, right now. So they Um, don't go go to uh, to Bahamas? Not right now, no. They're just going to Castaway K. There's no other ports at this time. And there's just three and four nights in the month of August. That's mm-hmm. all only the only Disney cruise available. If you look at September, they're different, but those are likely to be canceled or changed um, as things go. Um, within 14 days of sailings, um, if you are booked and you have COVID-19 related health concerns, you can receive a full refund without Disney imposed cancellation fees or apply to your, your cruise fare to a future sale date. Um, so if for some reason, you know, you're, it's like two weeks before all of a sudden you're like, I'm sick. Right. You don't lose the money, which is good. Um, right. And if you're subject to a mandatory quarantine or test positive for COVID-19, you'll receive a pro voucher for a future cruise or a prorated refund. Um, they've also, Disney has quietly added a bunch of Disney magic voyages, sailings from Miami and Florida beginning October 21st. These are the ones that are going to replace um the ones um that used to come from new york 
Mm. Um, so it looks like the magic will be coming back right now. There, the magic's in the UK, right? Um, and so it looks like it'll be coming back and doing some sailings, um, in October from Miami. Um, and then it looks like the other cruises, cruise ships, um, are going to be doing some, um, testings, um, uh, August 28th, I think, or yeah, no. um, sorry. There it is. The fantasy. So the fantasy has some scheduled um, test cruises coming up. So the fantasy right. will probably be the next one. It looks like to start set, setting sail. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be going out of Florida on August 26th at Port Canaveral and August 29th. Those will be the cast member test cruises. Um, so then it looks like the fantasy, um, if they pass those and they do well on those, the fantasy will probably be back up and running in September. Awesome. Um, so yeah, all good news. All good news. That means Disney cruises are on their way back. Hopefully, um, no Yay. word on no word on the wonder yet, because um, right now the wonder sailings are going to be coming out of here in San Diego. Actually, if they get started again, so I don't know if they're going to be doing their test cruises out of San Diego. They haven't announced anything, mm-hmm. which could actually change the process um, because the vaccination rules are different here. Vaccination right. card rules are different here. Right. Um, so we will see what happens with the uh, wonder. So as we get more details, I'll let you know. But that's what it looks like. We're back on track. We're back Woo-hoo! to getting cruises going. So hopefully I, by April, yeah. everything will be normal and you'll get on your cruise. Well, mine is the Disney dream. So uh, oh, it's exciting news dream, yeah. that, that it's the dream right now. And we do have a four-night cruise on the dream April uh, 22. So if the dream's already doing it and August 9th is their set date, like, let's keep it. Keep it going. Forward. Move forward. Disney do dream. Let's do it. Please, please, please. Please. <laughs> please. Don't make it a nightmare. Keep it a dream. Um, we also got some details on some of the outdoor spaces on the Disney Wish this week. Ooh. Um, some really cool pictures and details. First off, they talked about the um the census the outdoor oasis at census spa so the spa is obviously the spa that's on all the disney cruises mm-hmm. well the disney wish is also adding outdoor spaces as part of the spa beautiful this is an extension of the rainforest experience Love um it. uh They'll have guest favorites elements like a heated ergonomic loungers, sensory spa showers, sauna, steam, and dry chambers. But then they have all also this great outdoor space um, uh, that'll be part of the spa. So this will be part of the things you could do if you're on having a spa day. Those um, loungers are amazing. I've I've done a spa day with my wife, and mm-hmm. the loungers are incredible. Like I fell I fell asleep. Um, really? On, they're so amazing. They're warm and oh, oh, they feel so good. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, they're great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. They're also going to have uh, the spa itself will also feature some of the treatment rooms Ooh. Um, have, like they have in other um, things uh, or other ships. I'm trying to find mm-hmm. the other picture. I'm so sorry. No, you're There's fine. so many pictures today for this, the cruise ship. I, okay, that's the only one I got. I thought I had more. I don't. Okay. Oh yeah, they're real nice. Um, it'll also and so the spa will also feature private treatment rooms and lavish spa villas for couples. So some Mm. really exciting stuff. Uh, if you are adults and you want to go get a spa treatment, there are so many fun um things that you'll be able to do. Yeah. Um, the next thing they talked about, which I was very excited about, is the um 
salon and they have two different salons that are for adults now usually on the wish they didn't really have or any of the other um disney cruise lines cruise lines they didn't really have salons for adults they mm. had those great things for kids where you can become a princess or a pirate for the day but not yeah. for adults yes like the bibbity boppity boutique yes um but on the wish that changes they're going to have the untangled salon for adults wow this is um, all Rapunzel themed. You can see in the the light shades uh, is uh, the lanterns. Um, it's all purple and, and light gold or golds and purples um, and all, everything to evoke the um, tangled um, theme, which I love that not only are they doing adult spaces, but they're also keeping it Disney, just elevated. Yeah. Which is yeah, really um, cool. So are there going to be a bunch of um, women that are going to be walking out with glittered hair and like God, no. <laughs> buns, no. like I like princess God, buns? God. I hope so. I hope no. it does happen. I hate I, there's nothing more I would not want is those <laughs> buns with the glitter. Oh, those You're glitter. lucky you have a little boy because my daughter went through it on the ship and it was glitter everywhere oh. for days on end. Like even after our cruise, I was like, where is this glitter? Oh, it's oh. from her boutique experience yeah so so in addition to haircuts and stylings the menu will also they'll have a menu of services including um manicures pedicures teeth whitening and skin treatments at the wow. untangled salon now guys you're not getting left out here oh no 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 <laughs> oh hold on ah sorry um they are also going to be giving you um, the Hooks Barbery. Wow. This is an English style um, barber shop uh, themed after Captain Hook. Um, there's an inlaid wooden map of Neverland, a hidden pocket watch, and of course, a hook um, as the decorations. Very Love beautiful, it. dark woods, leather seating, a old school barber shop. Um, they'll also have some lighting and audio effects to signify Tinkerbell jumping from one fixture to another. Oh so my once gosh. Once again, keeping it adult, but keeping it Disney, but elevating it so that adults can enjoy it. And yep. at this barbery, not only is it a barbershop, but there's also a bar. bar. A I see bar. it. I mean, hello, um, you can see the Jim Beam right there across yes. in the picture. Yeah. Um, so it'll have a treasure trove of pre pre-prohibition bourbons, vintage whiskey and port, aged rums, and premium spirits with a, will, will be a liquor enthusiast paradise. Um, so you can have a low-key hangout here, a date night, do a tasting. Um, but so you'll have a barbershop, and then you could also have some, you know, gin or whatever with it. So it's really kind of cool. So they've really, they've really thought of everything. Yeah, here. I love um, it. So that's just it's super exciting. Um, the next thing we want to talk about is Key and Compass. Um, I'm sorry, Keg and Compass. So this is a pub that the pub that they'll have on board. Once again, there is some Disney with there. There's a lot of maps and maritime style pub. But also on those maps, they'll have an homage to different Disney characters. Like you might see Ursula or Moana appearing oh. in a geographically accurate location of their stories. Mm -hmm. um, they'll also call out different uh, important locations to the Walt Disney Company. Um, this is where you can watch a sports game, um, whatever, a broadcast event that might be a big deal that you want to check out. Um, and also they're going to have specialty um, craft brews, three custom craft brews, actually, that'll be available exclusively on the Disney Wish. Um, 
as well as other liquors and that kind of stuff. Next, we're going to go over to Nightingales. Uh, let's find that. There's so many photos. Oh, this my week. God. I love it. I'm trying to get through them. I'm so sorry. Did I? I love this. Nightingale. Oh, take your time. I did not get Nightingale. I thought I did. Um, anyway, so Nightingale will be the bar that's actually off the main atrium, the um, grand okay. entrance hall. Um, it is Cinderella themed. Um, it's uh, inspired by Cinderella because you know the song she sings in there, Sing Sweet Nightingale. Oh, uh, so that makes bar sense. It's called Nightingales. Um, that's where you'll get fine wines, champagnes, handcrafted cocktails. Um, and so it just it stems from the grand hall large doors that allow the twinkling tunes to spill out across the atrium, inviting passerbys to stop and stay for a while. Um, super gorgeous. Going to be a great time. The next one is Bayou. That they announced the Bayou. Um, this is a New Orleans-inspired good time. There'll be live performances in here, um, obviously themed from Princess and the Frog. You'll even find so much as bronze statues of characters from the film. Um, display, displayed as well as two gazebos inspired by the city's iconic wrought iron metalwork. Um, and by the city, I mean New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, there will here you'll get cocktails, coffees, and for the first time on a Disney cruise ship, beignets. No, <laughs> amazing, amazing. So a lot of people, a lot of people are like, uh, beignets. What? Like. That was the big takeaway from all of this stuff that I'm talking about was that there's going to be beignets on a Disney cruise ship. And I'm not even kidding. Oh, my gosh. This is going to. I was freaking out. This is making my like because we had already decided as of yesterday that when we're on the Disney dream next year, Mm -hmm. we're going to put a placeholder for the wish. Now we've even this is solidified our decision. Yeah. No, I'm done. I'm dead. So this is the bayou. They will have beignets. I'm done. Really, nothing else you need to know. No, I'm done. The, but you had me at beignet. Yeah, you had me at beignet. Yeah, you had me at beignet. All right, and we also got just a couple of new images of things that we already know about, like the um, hyperspace lounge. Um, that's the Star Wars theme lounge. We kind of got a little different look angle cool. at it, um, where you can see some of the decorations. You see, it looks like under glasses some kind of star wars creature will Love that it. move will it be an animatronic who knows will it have um, beignets that's my question ah oh, damn it Sorry. okay then never mind never Sorry. mind it's all right i'll be in but, tiana's place yeah, no. i know and i'll be at the bayou most of the yeah. time thank you very yeah. much yes um we also got a better look at the quiet cove this is the adult space mm-hmm. um where the their uh the adult pools are and the outdoor um, bars and whatnot and they have an affinity pool which is really cool super at the front cool of the ship. um so you'll have these great panoramic views of the ocean and you have an infinity pool on a cruise ship what that's other cruise has that wild I that's know. wild it's so wild i'm excited for this this is and even like that little jacuzzi go back real quick to that picture yeah is it a jacuzzi? Or no, that's a shower. Okay, that's yeah, a shower. There's showers. There's two, it looks like there's two spas. Or oh, jacuzzis. the spa does have like an infinity type look. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Both Ooh. of them do. Yeah. And then an infinity pool. So it's it's really cool looking. Um, yeah. I like this. I like this design better than the satellite balls, personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
which satellite falls is great but i like this design better yeah it's cool i like mm -hmm. that a lot it looks no. and it's a hidden mickey kind of kind of yeah just a little bit just a um, little square in the middle but that's all right we also got a little more look into enchante and the new paulo restaurant this is the adult ones um just this the one thing i took away from this gorgeous um chandelier that's going to be part of enchante um one of the two adult dining restaurants um this they're both kind of all of the adult dining is beauty and the beast themed mm -hmm. um so enchante is more lumiere uh the paulo steakhouse is supposed to be more um cogsworth cogsworth mm -hmm. um and then they even have the bar which is the rose bar it, that'll be Ooh. in the front that'll be between the two restaurants before you enter and that is just rose themed um but there's some beautiful images from these um mm -hmm. restaurants and i really i just can't wait to check them out myself i am over overjoyed um with what they're doing here oh it's there's really, cogsworth yeah a little cogsworth in this one photo we're looking at um, there's there's gonna be so much to explore with this ship. It's incredible what they've been able to do. Yay. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Um I'm just gonna put this out there now. A little tip from our listener for our listeners only, because uh -huh. I haven't said this anywhere else. But if you wanna be on the Disney Wish, I suggest listening to KSON starting Monday, August 9th. Just saying. I'm already there. I'm I mean I do anyways. So I mean I, you're Just telling saying. me something that I'm or my my station. That's my number one dial. I appreciate that. I mean, hello. Hello. Um, I but mean, start. That's listening. all I need to know about you, honestly. That's all I need to know about you. Oh, I love you. Oh, um, yeah. So know. just start listening August ninth. Yes, let's do it. And I'm gonna just drop that little into the bucket. Hint, hint. <clears throat> and enjoy it. Yes. Um, let's move over. We are out of parks. Let's move over to movies and everything else. We're gonna get to the big Scarlett Johansson story, but first. Just a couple quick pieces of uh, uh, news. First off, Disney Plus announced they're going to be doing an Eng a Billy Eng a Billy Eilish concert. I experience. saw that. I saw that. Um, it's called A Love Letter to Los Angeles. It looks like it's filmed at the Disney Concert Hall in Los Angeles. That's going to hit Disney Plus on September third. Billy Eilish is a big deal, so Disney, you know, is banking on some of these these artists for some more um, things. I mean, they did this stuff with Taylor Swift that was really a big deal. So right. Billie Eilish is the next one that they are going to have on Disney Plus. So that's exciting. So if you're yeah. a big Billie Eilish fan, September 3rd on Disney Plus. They also, um, rumors have sparked on who is going to be starring in the Haunted Mansion movie. Looks like Tiffany Haddish. Um, I always say her name. Tiffany Haddish. Haddish. Yes. Why did I say Haddish? Because some other people do. And it rhymes with radish. That's why. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, um, who you probably know from Girls Trip, Night School, Like a Boss. Amazing comedian. Hilarious, yeah. hilarious, hilarious. Yes. Um, it looks like she's going to start it, star in it with Lakeith Stanfield. Um, he's from Sorry to Bother You, Knives Out, Selma, Atlanta, and more. Cool. Um, so that's not officially confirmed, but that is the rumors via Variety. Um, and it looks like sources have told me that production has actually already started. They haven't started filming, but they're already starting to build sets and things like that. So this is mm. actually happening. We have had so many Haunted Mansion movie rumors throughout the years. Mm -hmm. It's been hard to believe that any of these are actually happening, um, but this one looks to be happening. So Love it. Love it. Bring it. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Somebody also told me they were like, oh, no, it's a sequel to the first one. I'm like, no, it's not. 
but no, it's a completely new revamp story. Yeah, it better be because that yes. story is interesting. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Um, we also got a look at the new Hawkeye uh, movie, uh, TV show. Yeah. We got our first look of when Hawkeye meets uh, Kate Bishop. The funny thing, the first thing I thought when I saw this photo from Entertainment Weekly was, why does it look like they're hanging out where Wally can- hangs out? Wait, where Wally? Yeah. It's straight up Wally. Like, uh- all the stuff on these shelves and the lights everywhere, it's straight up Wally's house in wally i just thought of captain america because the sh- it looks like the shield in the bottom and the tar i mean they're targets but they look like captain america shields to me oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no i i was like it looks like wally's house that is funny that like, i can see that it's definitely. like her wally hangout it was wally it just, the coloring and the lights and all of that just reminded me so much of wally and that could have just been me um but it looks like kate bishop is a super fan of a uh, hawkeye and so then the two of them start working together and because she's working with him it brings all this other drama into clint's life and so that's kind of a basic storyline we still don't know full storylines but it will be starting on uh will premiere on disney plus november 24th with new episodes dropping on wednesdays nice i know it's now all of a sudden the marvel stuff is wednesdays because yeah i wonder why um, change it from Wednesday yeah, to yeah, who knows? I mean, it, it, I think they just people didn't want people. They wanted people to talk more. I don't know. Who don't knows know. why it's all of a sudden Wednesdays? Yeah. Anyways, so that's uh, our first look at that. We'll be seeing Hawkeye soon. And now that we're into Marvel, let's talk about Scarlett Johansson. Ooh. So this is some drama, man, and I don't know where this is gonna go. So um, earlier this week, Scarlett Johansson um, filed a lawsuit in the Los Angeles Supreme Court alleging that. Um, Disney's move um, to uh, release Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access and s- instead of just ex- ex- instead of exclusively in theaters was a breach of contract. Um, the a lawsuit is alleged that the fact that it was not released exclusively in theaters is a breach of contract. Because of this co- concurrent release, Johansson's team believes that the ticket sales were not as strong, um, which impacted her pay which was tied to box office benchmarks. Um, and at certain levels, bonuses are set to kick in. Um, quote, Disney intentionally induced Marvel's breach of the agreement without justification in order to prevent Miss Johans- Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel. So. <laughs> uh, sources close to Scarlett Johansson um, say that this, decision to release the film on Disney Plus with premiere access cost Scarlett Johansson about 50 million in bonuses. Um, so just to, for numbers in the opening weekend, the movie garnered 80 million domestically and um, another 78 million globally and 60 million thanks to Disney's premiere access release. Um, so um, then Disney fired back after that and said this, there is no merit whatsoever in filing. The lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in it call outs disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Disney went on to say that Scarlett Johansson had already made 20 million from the film and stands to earn more through the digital release. Um, and they deny the breach of contract. So it's some drama. Um, there's going to be a yep. 
this is going to be really um, looked out by a lot of people in Hollywood because there's a lot of things going to streaming that are originally supposed to be into theaters. Right. And if you don't know, a lot of movie, a lot of contracts with actors and directors and producers, um, they get one base pay and then there are bonuses or they can get stuff off the back end. When you get money off the back end, that means you get a percentage of whatever it brings in to right. the movie through the theaters. Right. Um, through you know that um what they make so you know depending on if it becomes makes a ton of money you could end up garnering a ton of money for example i believe james cameron his entire everything he made from titanic was off the back end he didn't make salary at all for it when he was making the movie he decided wow. to use that because he wanted to use that for budget on the film and instead took all the back end and he ended up making a crap ton of money Wow. So um, depending on what you make, what your contract is, and now here, instead of releasing it into theaters, they're now also releasing it into Disney Plus. Right. Because of the pandemic. So situations changed. And so contracts changed. What would have been smart if Disney went back when they decided to do this hybrid thing is that they went back and renegotiated these contracts so there couldn't have been this um, discrepancy. And maybe they did. I don't know. Right. Um, but things did change. And it was very obvious that Disney had to do something. Because if you look, they it did really good on the first weekend. And then the second weekend, it didn't do well. Well, mm -hmm. because everybody that was going to see it in the theater saw it in the theater. Right. Right. But everybody else was like, I'm going to just watch it at home. I mean, personally, I wouldn't have seen it if it was in the theaters. I probably still wouldn't have seen it. Right. Um, just because of the pandemic. So things have changed. And so there has to be some consideration on both ways. Right. So it's hard to see here who's in the right. But I think there's going to be a lot of people looking at this, um, not just in Disney, but in Warner Brothers and other movie companies um, where things are going to streaming concurrently with going at theaters just it makes sense because otherwise there you are, there's a ton of people that do not want to you know it's hard to get people to go back to school it's hard to get people even go back to church let alone going back to a movie theater right. and you know getting them like i wouldn't have seen the movie at all i mean i still haven't seen the movie but i mean if i decide i want to go see the movie my i'm going to go to disney plus i'm not going right. to go to a theater because it's cheaper for my family because of the pandemic and the pandemic hi yeah you know so. and so you know there has to be considerations on both sides for this it'll be just interesting to see what happens here is it considered a breach of contract the one thing that i thought was very interesting is disney in in her in the statement says disney intentionally induced marvel's breach of contract without justification in order to prevent um miss johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with marvel the without justification thing is weird is weird because i think the justification is there um hi yeah i mean there's a pandemic there's a global pandemic. A global pandemic. I think Pretty that's justification. Sure. And um, the movie was like sidelined. Like they literally had it only at theaters before they even thought of like premiere access. Yeah. I and mean, then a global pandemic hit. Yeah. So, you know, situations change and there has to be some concession for that. So like I said, I don't know if maybe they went back. I, I don't know what they had done. Um, but it, it's, it's, look it's just nasty and it, it's just name calling on both sides and it's gross and 
I hate it. I'm, uh, not in, I'm not into how this is going. Yeah, I mean, ScarJo, you, you pretty much, you know, I mean, it's a multiverse. Black Widow could have come back. Look, she was done with Marvel. She was, but I mean, there, look at, we have Mary Poppins, who's now in the Jungle Cruise. You know what I mean? The actress, Emily Blunt. Could, I you, don't think she wanted a career with Disney. I don't. Well, I don't necessarily no. you don't want a career with Disney, but I mean, you I'm make there. money when you're on Disney. I'm wrong there. She's set to star in the um, the Tower of Terror movie. Star and Hel- produce. Hi. Well, maybe not anymore. No. You think Disney's going to want to do that now? No. Absolutely I mean, not. You're, you're cutting ties with a major company, like, or not, you're not necessarily they cutting can, ties. They literally go, line, okay, we can put somebody else in that. Right. Hi. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for playing. I mean, and bye-bye. Not, and look, I, I mean, I don't know who's in the wrong here. I don't know if there's anybody right. in the wrong. It's an unprecedented situation that has to be figured out. Right. Um, should it be done publicly and in the courts? Maybe not. Um, I don't know. Uh, then there's, uh, after the story came out, there's rumors that Emma Stone is considering the same thing, kind of looking at what she's doing and considering the same thing um, because of Corella and how much money she made off of that. Right. Um, Y'all made money. There was, there was rumors <laughs> that The Rock might be looking at the same thing. And then the, they quickly, those rumors got stopped very quickly and said, nope. And I was like, yeah, of course not. Because The Rock has a lot of money tied in. He's doing producing since Disney. So I think he is going to be smarter than that. Um, yeah. Just because he has a lot of stuff going on with Disney right now, his production company. I mean, his production company is the one that just did that um, Jungle Cruise, or not the attraction behind the attraction. So, yeah. Um, so it's we'll crazy. see. It'll be interesting to watch to see what happens. I don't know. I, just, I, I, I there's a lot of people that are going to be watching this um, lawsuit yes. to see what happens. So. Yeah. Speaking of Jungle Cruise, I watched it fully hula you saw part of it yeah so yesterday my family got together and you know we we had set up this whole thing before the delta variant was like a thing um it was we celebrate my cousins and i we all celebrate like three months in advance birthdays so it was Mm -hmm. the people who are july august september which includes me um so we had an outside pool party uh in then on top of all that we were going to watch it over a screen projector outside it was not dark enough. It didn't get dark until eight. So we saw half of it and everybody's like, well, we got to go back because a lot of them live in Orange County. And so yeah. they're like, we got to go back. So we ended up not watching it all. And I, I mean, I did see some funny parts and I will tell you, my cousin went to the premiere and she said that they had gotten every, they invited all the skippers from the yeah. Jungle Cruise in it the front. Really cute. Yeah. yeah. And then, and the moment at the very, I mean, not to ruin the movie for anybody who's seen it, or hasn't seen it yet, but towards the middle or the beginning of the movie, there's literally like almost like a tribute to those skippers. Yeah. And um, they were loving it, loved every moment of it, loved it all. And they were just like hooting and hollering and like cheering during that portion at the premiere. So it was really cool to hear that story. Yeah. And it was, it was a fun movie. Okay. The best movie ever. It's a fun one. Don't go in there expecting it to be earth shattering and earth breaking. Um, Worth the premiere access. I think you can wait on a little on this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, 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 like I, said, little... I saw the beginning of it and I was like, oh, okay. It was fun. It definitely was a fun one. I'm glad we watched it. Um, it took right. us a while to watch it because we just had a lot 
of things distracting us. Um, Do you think it, there'll be sequels? Oh, I mean, if there's, it's The Rock. So <laughs> if, if they can. I mean, The Rock will do. He's, he has money in the bank right now. So um, yeah, pretty much. Maybe. Maybe. Pretty much. I don't know. I mean, he's Maui. I mean, how? Why would he? Why would you not? I know. That's Maui. why he is Maui. He's and Maui. He's, they're doing more Maui stuff and Moana stuff. So yeah, of course he's not going to want to sue Disney. Sorry. No, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's not. That's so, not. Doesn't yeah. make sense to do that. But no, I hear. I hear good things about it. I mean, it was it say? I thought I saw something about um, Jungle Cruise into Weekend Port with ninety one point eight million in global box office wow, and Disney good. Plus. Wow, um, is good. what it says. It says yeah, Friday to oh this was just um uptick from friday to saturday grosses um since the thursday preview premiere um yeah there's i mean 91.8 million dollars over the first weekend wow that's huge good for them yeah it was that's fun. a lot it wasn't it wasn't amazing but it was fun good I'm glad i watched it yeah that's I don't know perfect go back to it you go to a sequel there were some things though at one point i just looked at jeff and i'm like is this basically is this storyline basically Pirates of the Caribbean means Indiana Jones? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. We're done. <laughs> so so is that what you would get the feel for it? Is like it would slot perfectly in between Indiana Jones and... Well, just and... the storyline. Some of the beats in the storyline were very Pirates Indiana. Indiana okay. Got um, I can see it being in there. It, yeah. Well, influenced by them. The main plot of it is, is so similar to Pirates. I, and the thing that made me wonder, I was like, could this exist in the same universe as pirates and could we be getting a universe oh no marvel <laughs> marvel's ruined us all but could we have a universe where all of these attraction movies are in the same universe i mean 100 percent for sure I, I mean i don't think there's crossover opportunities because the movies are set way different time periods but right in my head they're all in the same universe they right, all they're kind all kind of abide by the same rules. They're all within the same time zone, time frame. Well, not time frame, but just like in the same universe, like, the same plane. Yeah. 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 I, don't I know. see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but yeah, but there's no crossover potential. But still, who knows? Anyways, <laughs> sorry, just a thought I had. That's a marvel. Thank you, Marvel, for bringing us I universes, <sighs> the oh, cinematic boy. universe. All right, Hula, well, let's wrap it up. This was a long one. Tell us, everybody, where they can find you. You can find me uh, Monday through Friday on my podcast, Life with Hula, um, or on social media. Um, I'm on all of them. Um, Hula SD, that's H-U-L-A-S-D. And Jess, where can we find you? You can find me uh, with John and Tammy Monday through Friday from 5 to 10 a.m. on 103.7 KSON here in San Diego or anywhere you are on the Odyssey app. It's spelled A-C-Y. You can also find me on Instagram at Producer Jessica. Or August 9th, you can actually listen in because there's like another like opportunity for something Disney. Just saying. Just saying. San August Diego 9th. residents, tune in. Just, just saying. Just saying. And then you All can right. find uh, this podcast. Uh, our social media is uh, Facebook.com or Instagram. Uh, just search for Leader of the Club Podcast. All right. Well, until next time. See you real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.